Yeah, welcome to the Solid Dog Blues and Roots uh, interviews with uh, Lucky Dolly here. Your best friend went to stay, but if it doesn't you to buy yourself, got to be right, you never be wrong. Talk a little Lucky about the new album, the Studio 301 Sessions. Well, I'm hoping you're hoping to find a baby I've had enough. I've got to pack it Yeah, the album recorded in Sydney, uh, New South Wales, um, to a live audience. So uh, let's get on and hear what Lockie had to say. Yeah. That's good. Now, look, um, this new album, wow, I've been listening to it. It's fantastic. Woo, awesome. That's what it's I like to hear. Unbelievable. I mean, no, uh, anybody who didn't think it'd have to be crazy. It's... it's um. Just tell me all about it. When did you record it and um, how did it all come about? Well, it came about because uh, I did a similar thing with the incredible Sydney guitar player, Ray Beadle. Yep. Um, he asked me to come along to 301 and said, we're going to do this album um, and there's going to be an audience there and it's going to be filmed. Yeah. I thought, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And yeah. um when we actually did it, I was like blown away by it. I thought it was amazing, and and it was just really interesting having that kind of like being in the studio, but still having that live vibe of, you know, just a small audience. And um, yeah, yeah. So I thought, ah, oh, bugger, maybe I could, maybe I could do something like this and make it a make that the next project. And uh, so I started thinking about it more and thinking about how I'd do it, and I thought, yeah, all right, let's. Maybe I could do it and and just put on a really big show, you know, get the horns, get the girls, get a whole bunch of special guests, and um, and then I kind of looked at the calendar and I thought, oh, my birthday's coming up soon, so maybe I could make it a birthday party as well. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's basically what happened. I, I rang the studio and they're like, yeah, that's we got that free, we can do that. And then I just started making calls and trying to get as many people involved as i could yeah and um yeah and we we all went in and i i kind of just announced it to uh a bunch of my i guess probably my my most supportive sydney fans and just sent them a personal email yeah um saying that we're doing this and if you want to buy a ticket because there's only 20 available and, yeah um yeah they all they, they all sold out and then yeah then it was just organizing the show and and um, it just turned out amazing, you know, the, the 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 footage and the performances and everything. It was just way better than I could have ever imagined, actually. <laughs> yeah, just before I go on, the the, the Ray Beetle three hundred one sessions. Obviously, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he he's done a bunch of them, and um, I think the one that I am on is like a. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm. No, I think everyone knows it's a like a Stax sort of uh, yeah. uh, blues Stax kind of record, um, but that one's not out yet. I'm not sure when he's planning to put that out, but hopefully soon. Yeah, well, they've been sounding good, but um, so so when you do this thing, three hundred one, it's, it's a recording studio, obviously, and it's live. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it's and, it's really but, weird. <laughs> yeah, so so just to get this in my own head all this album i've just been listening to today is live there's no edits no no overdubs no well just a couple of you know if someone hit a 
a, a clanker of a note somewhere. You know, luckily we've got the technology I can sort of go in and never, never. fix that little little piece <laughs> if I need to. But yeah, essentially it was all um, it was all just yeah recorded in one go. Well, we did it in two sets. Yeah. So we had a little break in the middle. We did two kind of forty-five minute sets. Um, and yeah, had the had the audience there all wearing headphones just yeah. like this. So you kind of get that studio sound quality, but then you get the energy of the live gig, you know, it's yeah. like the, it's just works perfect for me because I really thrive on that, you know, that, that live performance, you know, I think it just adds just that energy and that kind of nervousness and that sort of, uh, you know, that the fact that you have to kind of get it right and yeah. you got one chance and, um, well, yeah, um, I love it. <laughs> I mean, I just wrote some notes here. One note I wrote was tight as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That, that was just sounded. I think, I mean, apart from your playing, I want to ask you about, because you, you, you revisited a lot of your catalogue in this. Um, yeah. They're all Lockie Dolly uh, songs. Um, so the revisit there. So, yeah, the horn section and and the uh, the chorus um all of a sudden wow you know is this uh, leon russell's uh, shelter people or something you know is it, <laughs> it, 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 it was a it's a powerhouse performance i loved it oh yeah well just just a testament to the amazing musicians you know like uh, ray Casser, the trumpet player he um he's done a few gigs with me over the years now we've done the horns of conviction a couple of times and um and it's generally been the same horn section, but this time we had Andy Bickers on baritone as well. So we had Matt Keegan, uh, Anthony Cable, and then a Andy Bickers on baritone. So we had the big, you know, yeah. just a big horn section, big sounding, and they just nailed it. Like, we didn't even have a proper rehearsal with them. It was just a, I went over to Ray's place, so I was just playing the piano over at Ray's and the, the four horns, that was the you know that was our rehearsal had yeah. a bit more of a rehearsal with the band and the and the uh the singers um didn't have a rehearsal with karen at all wow that was just we just yeah somehow knocked that well, one out <laughs> no I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's, it's outstanding i mean I, I thought wow this is incredible and um i'm really glad you've done it because it, i mean it showcases um what can happen uh, if the right people get together in the, in, in the right frame of mind and um, it's a really, it's a great thing. The um, And you had your brother there as well? That's right, yeah. Yeah, that was the other thing. Just when I was putting the show together, um, I was thinking, oh, this could be a really good opportunity to get Clay to come in. I think I was like thinking about one of the tunes and going, oh, it'd be nice to have some piano playing, playing on there. And then I thought, oh, maybe I could get Clay and then, once that thought went in my head, I was like, oh, maybe we could do a hand song from, you know, from the band we had uh, 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, listen to Lucky Dolly talking about the Studio 301 sessions. Get a couple of cuts from it. Uh, oh, man.
And so I started thinking about what would be a good song there. And and then I picked The Right Time because it kind of features the girls as well. And, yeah. and me and Clay would both trade uh, verses in that song. Yeah. And um, yeah. And yeah, I think it just turned out great because the way the show sort of flows, you know, it, it it's it's always sort of growing or or changing or the features different. You know, I've got some the girls singing leads. I've got and I guess guitar player coming in, Franco. Or yeah. I've got, you know, a song with the horns, a song with the that features the the backing singers or a song that just, you know, and then there's a couple of times where it's just all happening. breaks back down to the three piece again on a couple of tunes so it's really i just wanted to make make it really exciting never boring and um and luckily we we managed to pull off every song and each song made the cut wow that, it's great now um there's a revisit of a lot of your tracks i noticed you're riffing out on a few of them um, <laughs> yeah you, you, <laughs> even on the hendrix numbers i, I heard some uh, riffing um some uh, ooh, ooh, baby you're doing me wrong stuff <laughs> um but um so so i mean that was it was, was a great take i mean um you didn't try anything new you, you try to stick with what you knew and then then uh, uh the i suppose the only new thing was like you know only cure for the blues that's a totally new arrangement yep um and we put like a big big band sort of horn section in one piece and um and then we just throw around, you know, a few solos, like had a sax solo. And then um, in the Howard Tate song, we did, you know, a p big piano solo in there and just tried to sort of throw it around. Um, some of them are true, pretty true to the original, like Conviction and yeah. Betcha I'll Get You, um, Six Feet Under. But Six Feet Under has got the horns in it now, which just makes it sound so much yeah. bigger and classier yeah. too sounds really classy with the horns that tune and yeah it's just just great having those extra flavors to, could, to could play you, with you know when we're all vaccinated or whatever it is we've got to do um could you tour this tour this band is, is it <laughs> economical well i did um to a certain extent yeah uh it's uh i've been lucky enough to do like we did broad beach pretty much with this band this year yeah um lucky doll and the horns conviction um i was booked for caloundra but uh sadly that's not happening anymore because yeah. we can't well the festival's happening but we're not happening because we can't yeah. get there yeah um and there were a few other things on the cards um with the big band but yeah 
due to COVID, that's not happening. But um, yeah, I'm hoping next year a few more festivals. And if we can do some festivals, we might be able to book at least the capital cities to do the big show and and uh, hopefully be able to afford to put it on. Um, that's the question, I guess, just with so many players. Uh, yeah, that is the question. But uh, we're hoping a lot of people want to get out um, when they can. And um, I think so, yeah. Hoping for a boom time, but... Um you never know. Uh, I thought that uh, this time last year, but uh, that boom was shut down. <laughs> it was. It was like a little sort of reprieve, wasn't it? It was like, yes, we're back. No, we're not back. And it's worse than ever. <laughs> I, I started a new venue, had sold out gig and then cancelled the rest of it. Um, oh. <laughs> never mind. Um, I've got yep. it all in moth, all the gears in mothballs. It's all sitting here. Yeah. Um, so... Tell me about the Hendrix Voodoo Child. I mean, you was this four million views on YouTube? What was the figure that you had for that the particular track? Oh yeah, so for the version that we did last year on um, the Double Figures album, yeah. What it is actually, it's just a snippet of me in the studio playing Voodoo Child. It's like forty seconds or something that yeah. my friend took just while we were recording, and that was the that's the video that's gone. Yeah, like. It's probably I think it's past five million now. Wow. Views just that just that raw kind of clip, you know, shot sort of in portrait mode on on his phone. Yeah. There's had more views than the actual official kind of video that came out. Yeah, we were listening to Lucky Dolly talk about Studio 301 sessions. Here's the uh, the cut off that album live in the studio. Voodoo Charles Slut Return. Bit of Hendrix.
But then the the new version of Voodoo Child from 301, I only put that on YouTube a month ago, and that's already had 180,000 views. So, wow. so that one's that one's rocking up there, which is which is great. <laughs> yeah, now I mean they call you the um, Hendrix of the uh, keyboard, um, <laughs> which is a very very nice thing to have. But what's it what's it feel like being called that and, and then channeling Hendrix, playing something like Voodoo Child? I mean, how how does that affect you? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I always took that quote, you know, the grain of salt, really. It was like, you know, it, lots of people would sort of make that reference to me. And I thought, all right, well, it's a good it's a good quote. I'll, you know, it, it works well with with press and it sort of does explain what to expect in a way from from one of my shows, you know, like the energy and the, the wildness of it from a keyboard, because generally when you say keyboards, people quite often think you know it's going to be a bit more subdued and a little more relaxed um but then to actually do a, a hendrix tune um it was just something that people have been wanting me to do for so long that ever since i got the whammy clav they were like oh you should try a hendrix tune on this it'd be sick yeah and i was like oh i can't do that you know <laughs> and then eventually we went into the studio and we this was uh, two years ago and uh we went in there to do a, specifically to do some covers, and um, yeah, the the topic came up again, and we just sort of jammed on it in the studio, and it came so naturally that it was like, oh, let's just do it, and see what happens, and it was yeah. really quick, and it just turned out great. <laughs> yeah, it's good. you haven't um, dallied with any other Hendrix stuff. Uh, no, I mean I, I played I play Little Wing, but I've only ever done that on the organ, not on the yeah. clavinet, so that's. Yeah. And that's really different to the original. Um, whereas the way I do Voodoo Child is actually quite, quite similar <laughs> to the way yeah. Hendrix does it. Well, he, he was something. Every now and then, I go back to "Are You Experienced?" and um, "Axis Bowler's Love" just to remind myself. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How good it was. Oh man, incredible. Yeah. No. Now tell me about Karen Lee Andrews. Um, she won The Voice many years ago, and um, she's been putting out records. What's uh, how did you get her in? And um, you you said she took it straight off the off the cuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, Karen, I've I've witnessed her many times ever since The Voice. I thought she was amazing on that. Yeah. Um, as Miss Murphy, she called herself back then. Yeah. But since then, she's been using her real name, and she's recorded um, some great EPs, and her voice is just so luscious and like and big and warm and the amount of soul she can you know that just oozes out every time she sings is amazing so i've been a huge fan of her for a long time and um yeah when this opportunity came up i i, I played a little bit on her ep that came out and i'd seen her many times um sort of hanging out with mahalia and 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 other people and gone to see her play and i thought bugger i'm just gonna this song that i recorded on the love light album i just know it's gonna be she would sing it incredibly yeah and um i asked her to do it and she said yeah absolutely no worries but she forgot about it <laughs> it's just funny <laughs> <laughs> so uh the day before we were to go into the studio i rang her up and said oh just checking that everything's cool for tomorrow you know to go in the studio <laughs> and she's like what <laughs> tomorrow what do you mean <laughs> and she freaked out and she had to um 
she had to make a few calls to uh, get out of what she had planned. But uh, yeah, luckily enough, she came she came along the next day and uh, just had a tiny little run through when we were there and 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 smashed it. It was amazing. Turn your back on love. When you love somebody, you're taking, taking a chance on sorrow, yeah. But who knows, baby? So we may not, we might not be here tomorrow, no, no. Someone, someone, yeah. Said when someone comes along and gives you love and protection, baby. One of great. the highlights. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. And you had Mahalia Barnes there as well. Um, yeah. Because you've got Jackie Barnes on drums. Yeah. Well, There's a bit of a pedigree there. Well, the whole thing is like a big family, really. Like Clayton and I have both been working with Jimmy and we've known Jackie and Mahalia and worked with them for over 20 years now. So, yeah. Um, and, you know, the Juanita, one of the other backing singers, and Beck, they're all part of that sort of <laughs> Barnes family as well. And, yeah, Every, everyone's worked with each other a lot, and um, various different things. So, you know, coming together like that, just yeah, just it just felt easy and natural. And there were lots of silly moments as well, and little gags going on in between the songs. That uh, eventually, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the whole thing on YouTube soon, yeah. so you'll be able to witness all the all the silly talking and stuff like that in between as well. <laughs> That's great. Now, look, on my last show, I played a new thing from Joe Bonamassa. Bonamassa. Yeah. And then I find that you were playing keys on it. Mahoney was singing on it. There's I know. Australian playing didgeridoo. So I tagged it as half Australian. I thought, well, he's not getting away with it. <laughs> uh, so, so when was that done? Well, that's from Bonamassa's new album. It hasn't come out yet. That's right. It comes out in October, I think. But there's uh, two songs have come out already. Um, yeah, so I did that in... June, maybe, I think, May, yeah. June, yeah, something like that. Um, just at uh, his producer's studio, uh, his producer, Kevin, Kevin Shirley, who lives in Manly. Yeah, so I just went over in to Manly now, well. yeah. So I went over there and just did a couple of days there playing on the album, and yeah, it was really easy and relaxed and fun, and it was great. Um, actually had a ball, so you know, it was a shame I didn't actually get to be over there and do it with with the band at the same time but uh it was yes yeah, just such an honor an absolute honor to be on there to be asked to play on there it's amazing yeah no it's amazing i interviewed joe years and years ago behind the sorry in, in the green room of the palais yeah <laughs> in melbourne years and years ago which was great but uh, i haven't seen him since but um he's been he's, he's a machine putting a lot of great stuff out 
And uh, oh, I heard that new track, um, uh, Notches, I think it's called. Notches, yeah, that's a rocker. Yeah, and I thought, wow, this is great. And um, so I got on the show, and um, then I looked it up, and thought, hang on, there's um, Lockie Dolly and <laughs> Barnes, and uh, well, there you go. And I didn't, I didn't realise that Kevin um, uh, connection was there in, in Sydney. So yeah, well, Mahalia and and Juanita and and Jade McRae, they've been singing with Joe for I think over five years now. Yeah, yeah, doing all the touring overseas, and yeah, it's just a yeah, it's it's great to you know have have that Aussie contingent, you know, making making Australia proud on the the world scene. <laughs> no, it's great, and and um, I noticed in in your um, well, I don't know, this could be news to me, but you're doing doing the Pink Floyd next year. That's right. Well, yeah, Roger Waters, yeah. Um, so he uh, he contacted me just before COVID actually, and um. Uh, he he was looking for someone to play organ and piano in his band because the other guy was leaving, and uh, I think he just went searching, he went searching, well, you know, scouring the internet, and came across me. Got his manager to call me, um, so I spoke to him, and then I was talking to Roger the next day, and uh, having a laugh with him, and then we went into actually in three or one studios again, uh, and did like a little remote session where I played organ. I brought my organ in and uh, and played on a couple of classic Floyd tunes and a couple of the newer things, uh, some of his solo stuff. And at the end of that, it was a full-on day. It was like I was there from 8 p.m. till 6 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, it was, it was wild. Um, and yeah. And after that, that <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And I was, you know, and then I, so I drove home, thinking, "Oh my god." This is incredible. This is the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> and then, like, you know, two days later, oh, yeah, by the way, the, the tour has been postponed for two years. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, it'll happen. It'll happen. So, and then, uh, yeah. Yeah, we listened to uh, Lucky Dolly uh, and talking with him about um, the new album out, uh, Studio 301 Sessions, all done live in the studio. You can cut a few tracks on uh, YouTube too, turn out. musicians I deal with everybody goes up and down myself included you have a shitty day and you know good days how are you dealing with all this pandemic and the music and you can't get out there and I don't want to dwell on the negatives you've been doing some great positive stuff too what's what's some of your strategies for handling it 
Oh, the only thing that really saves me is um, I kind of get one hour a, a day where I can I can get out and and walk around. I, I've got the, you know, I just got this regular route that I take, um, whether it's in the morning or the evening. It takes about you know just over an hour. Yeah, it's like the only time I can kind of be just by myself and and just sort of switch off to everything, you know, all the bad news, all the crazy stuff that's going on. So that's just yeah, just that little bit of exercise sort of you know clears my head because the rest of the time i'm here i'm i'm at home we're in lockdown and i'm homeschooling my son dash and yeah. so i'm pretty much with him 24 hours of the day which is and he's a pretty wild fella yeah. um he's he's doing great though under under the current circumstances um and then my wife jim she's she's in the health she's a health worker so she's out working uh four days a week anyway right so um yeah, it's pretty full on. Then the rest of the time, I'm just trying to, I'm putting out these videos and mixing them, and just trying to stay busy with that. And uh, yeah, I've got a lot, lot more stuff to do. I've got a lot of CDs to send out now. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to be busy on that. Get that, get that merch out there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, um, coming back to the 301 sessions, um, the organs sound big. Now, this is a dumb question from someone who's not playing. The Hammond. I assume yeah. you had the Hammond, the Leslie, the whole bit there. I did, yeah, or, yeah. Or it's not digitally enhanced in any way. No, um, no, no. No, so because it's, it's a full sound. So uh, one side, I think there's got to be two Leslies on this thing. The the, the the power of that thing comes across in the in the music. Yeah, no, it's just the one Leslie. I did a little um, uh, Facebook Live on the day when we were recording it. And, yeah, if you go back, you can see I did a little tour of the studio and where everything was set up and so the the leslie was just set up in a one of the other rooms on the side uh with the leslie cable just long enough to reach yeah just made it in there and then um the clavinet amp and the guitar amp was in another room and uh yeah and just had so it wasn't two mics i'm sorry it wasn't two leslie's it was just the the leslie mic'd up with the as you would in a studio and then i also had a going through a guitar amp as well so not on all of them on some of the bigger ones like i'm a man i had the that direct organ sound as well just to give it more punch and you know more more sort of grit <laughs> yeah well i, I was listening um through my uh Sennhauser hd twenty-five twos. beautiful <laughs> my chinese valve preamp with russian uh, new parole uh, valves in it Oh wow! <laughs> it's it's amazing. There it is. There. Oh, you can't even see it. Yeah. Um, there it is. There. It's oh. a fabulous little preamp. And I got these um, valves from the, the Ukraine, new for old. They must be out of a Russian tank. Yeah. But, um, they work, man. It, it's it's the sound is unbelievable. Um, and um, so I'm now hooked in the. I mean, I've got some dirty big hi-fi gear, but I'm now listening to my um, headphones. But it sounded superb. I got to say. Now, oh, great! It did, and I'm not not uh, I'm not blowing up your whatever uh, in relation to that. It was really, it's really good. What are some of your favourite tracks on it? If, if you can ask that question. Yeah, um, I think uh, I think I'm a man. Um, I just love the way that turned out. Yeah. I love that tune, a, and we haven't really played that one very much, so that was all feeling really fresh. Um, uh, the song with Karen. Um, Get It While You Can was incredible. And the song with Mahalia as well, Love Come Around. Some huge then, moments in that. I um, haven't got the titles on the 
the thing you sent me, which is great. It just says featuring Karen Andrews. Um, but I'll, I'll get the original, the, the correct one eventually. Yeah, yeah. that's that's great. I, I like. Well, I love the first track. Give it, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it kicks in. I think wow. Like you get a, a very strong first impressions, which always counts. Oh, definitely. It just feels good that song. You know, as soon as it starts, it's just. I like. Yeah, that's what I wanted with this show. Like normally when we play live, we probably kick it in a bit harder with something a bit a bit more full on but i just wanted to i just wanted something that as soon as you put it on you just felt good before yeah. a note was even you know before a note was even sung you know it was just sort of like just get you in that good spot and um yeah, yeah i think it turned out really well <laughs> well it does it and um you know being from melbourne i thought well this is a sydney sound for sure because it's um classy <laughs> and polished ah <laughs> uh, yeah well that's yeah it's sort of funny you should say like all my previous releases i've always gone for a much more, you know, I suppose retro or older, dirtier sound on the recording. And this time I thought, bugger it, I'm just going to keep it really clean and I'm going to try and sort of, in a way, go for a bit more of that Joe Bonamassa sound, Bonamassa yeah. sound, you know, that it's clean and punchy and what Kevin does. And yeah. And um, so I had that in my head when I was mixing it. And um, so it's a very different sound to my previous records when you listen to it. So, but I think it turned out great. Yeah, no, no, because I often comment that you know Ray Beater will turn up in a suit, and um, and um, others, even musicians in Melbourne that I know, come from Sydney. They wear nice clothes to gigs. Yeah, the real, the, if, if you the the the, the uh, hardcore Melbourneites are all scruffy and dirty. <laughs> yeah, and well. um, you know it, it's a it's a particular vibe, that, and it's rootsy. It's great, but the the, the the Sydney sound is always cleaner and tighter, which is great as well. I mean. And um, you hear that with Ray Beadle and, and others. But, um, and this one, to me, is well, this is Sydney. This is really polished and classy. Yeah. Well, that, that said, I did interview Joe Camilleri about his new one a few days back, and that's pretty damn good, too. And he's from Melbourne. <laughs> oh, he's amazing. I love him. So, um, love so he, he's had that um, guy, Peter Solly, I think, from Brogal Harum um, producing it. Oh, so, really? Yeah, it's a good album, good album. But, wow. I mean, I just thought the... Um, when I heard this, I think, yeah, th I know I'm in Sydney. I mean, I've, I've spent a lot of time <laughs> in Sydney, but I haven't lived there. But I think, ah, yeah. no, I'm in Sydney. This is great. So, um, look, congratulations. This is a great album, and I'm not um, bullshitting when I say that. Um, I loved it. And hopefully uh, all my punters will love it as well. Yeah, I hope so. We'll get the hand in the in the digits and um, send over some digital cash. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> well, so, I just got the CDs in my hand yesterday, so I'll... Um... I'll get one to you as uh, as soon as I as fast as I can. <laughs> yeah. So so what, what's the what's the plan if people want to get hold of it? What do they do? Uh, easy. Just luckydolly.com slash three hundred one. Yep. It'll take you straight to my Bandcamp page where you can get the vinyl, beautiful right. orange vinyl if you want that. Yep. Um, that's already half sold out. Uh, or you can get CDs. Um, or you can just download it digitally from there as well. So uh, oh. yeah. And maybe one day it'll be on cassette or Blu-ray or DVD, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, because you've got all the video of it as well. That's actually. right, yeah. So, and, and I'm not a huge YouTuber. Um, I'm always listening to music and not watching it. Yeah. But I'll, I must get on and have a look. Um, and and um, it's a great piece of work, so I really hope it goes really well for you. I mean, we want to see more of this, or the big band with the horn section. Oh, yeah. I think that's that's definitely a goal, is to try and, 
just really up it so that's you know that's the level that the Lockie Dolly group is at you know with the with the horns and the singers and just that yeah I mean it's tricky I think in Australia to do that but that's where yeah. I'll, that's ultimately where I want to take it and yeah and, you know we'll see how we go <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure and um any more new uh, you've been writing at all in, in uh, recently yeah absolutely yep so already planning to go into the studio not quite sure how we're going to do it I'm, I'm i really want to try and do it just the way we've done this one but um that might be tricky with a full new album of brand new material but we'll see um yeah so i'm going to go in early next year and hopefully april may looking at a a new original album maybe a couple of covers on there or something like that and uh yeah before i head off over with roger yeah, well, it's good with the new thing, uh, recording a studio with live streaming and then um, you can catch it on YouTube and well, then you come come see the real thing live. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, it's just brilliant having all those videos for every song, you know. I can just put them out and every time it's exciting and, yeah, I think it's sort of opened, opened my eyes to like, okay, I've got I've to have something like this for every song from now on, so yeah. we'll, uh, we'll see how we go. <laughs> That's great. Well, look, I really appreciate your time, Lockie, and um, great to right. see you again and talk. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. No, no problem. And um, <laughs> we'll we'll uh, we'll give it a, a good push. And, yeah. Uh, hopefully, we can uh, catch you. Um, you know, uh, with our 1.5 meters away, uh, eventually. <laughs> That's right. That's right. With masks on and um, you see the see your eyes at least in the flesh. That's right, that's right. That's <laughs> all you can do now, though. All, all right, mate, well, really appreciate it, and good luck with it. It's a, it's a great piece of work, and um, we hope it uh, really uh, you know, does well for you around the traps. Oh, thanks, Salty. I really, really appreciate it, mate. Thank you. I'll bet you I'll get you. Yes, i Yeah, we've been talking with Lucky Dolly about his new album, uh, Studio 301 Sessions. You can get it around the, uh, anywhere that sells good uh, records. You can get it on Bandcamp and uh, get on YouTube and check out the videos. You've been uh, listening to Salty Dog on Salty Dog Blues and Roots. Uh, want to hear more interviews and shows? Get on to salty.com.au. Yes, I bet you I did. I 